0: Hey team, welcome back to Own Your Zone podcast. I apologize, I haven't put a podcast out in a while. It's been a bit of a busy time. We've got a couple of teams prepping to go overseas for training camps and competitions. And more excitingly than that, any spare second I have had, I've been scribbling because I am releasing an Own Your Zone book. Now, if you're listening to this in the future, the link will be in the description to grab the book. If not, don't worry, watch this space I can imagine the next few weeks, the book will be done and it will be released. So look out for that. Okay, so back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to hone in on the role of coach ego, those unspoken words in the coaching world. And we're all going to look at its potential impact. So we're going to discuss how or or what coaching ego looks like. We're going to discuss how it can hinder both player and coach development. And we're gonna look at the effects coach ego has on implementation of athlete-driven training. So, let's jump in. Let's start by painting a picture of what a dominant coach ego might look like. It could be a coach that is reluctant to acknowledge new techniques, new methods, new ways of doing things. It could be a coach that refuses to admit when something just isn't working. Or they may have a tendency to dismiss feedback from their athletes. And let's go one step further. It probably is a coach that doesn't even ask for feedback from their athletes. They believe that their experience alone equates to always knowing best. The ripple effects of this coaching mindset are certainly considerable. So for players, a coach led predominantly by ego might mean that they receive a one-size-fits-all training program. The training becomes more about the coach's philosophy and what the coach wants than what the athletes need individually. If you walk into a training environment, a training ground, into a club, a gym, and every single athlete, every single player is doing exactly the same thing. They are all working on exactly the same technique. You have 100% walked into an ego-led training session. There is no way a group of players all require development in the same area. Every player has different experience levels, different body mechanics and different backgrounds. They will all require something slightly different. So That is a definite telltale sign of an ego-led training session. If players feel that their voices are being muted, if they feel that they are not being heard, this will lead to reduced motivation. It could lead to potential conflicts if athletes start to speak up. And one thing it will definitely lead to is stalling of development. Now, if a team is not developing, if a player is not progressing, then there will come a time when that team, that player stops winning. And if they stop winning, then they move into this loop where they have less motivation, less confidence. So they continue to lose. The coach then believes they're not listening to what they're saying. And the sessions get even more ego-led. So that is a loop that we try to avoid. Hey coaches, so if you are enjoying our podcast show why not dive into our Stay Ahead of the Game weekly newsletter. Embrace athlete-driven training, get tactics, drills, mindset techniques, latest research and insights from top coaches. So go ahead, subscribe today and lead the pack. The link is in the description below. Let's jump back into today's podcast. It's not just the players who will bear the, the brunt of a ego-led coach. The coach themselves will face a developmental ceiling. If they stay fixed in their familiar methods uh, without adapting to the evolving techniques that are, are now coming into the sports world, this will lead to stagnation. And in my book says this, A lot, and so does a few of my podcasts. But the world of sports is dynamic, it's forever changing. There's new research coming out all the time, there's new techniques. We have social media, there's a lot on social media with coaches putting stuff out there all the time. There's different strategies, everything is changing continuously. But if a coach operates from a place of ego, they will miss out on these advancements and it will limit their growth if they keep that fixed mindset it's going to limit their growth and one more time put it back onto the players it will limit the team's growth and development so how does this egocentric approach clash with athlete driven training well quite simply put athlete driven training thrives on collaboration there's that word again partnerships mutual respect communication adaptability But when a coach's ego becomes a dominant force, it can stifle these hugely important elements. The training environment may become more about validating the coach's methods and about the coach proving that they know best. And these methods are almost against what athlete-driven training is all about, It is all about tailoring training to the athlete's unique needs, which means the athletes need a voice. They need to be heard. They need to be in an environment where they can explore. And if a coach is leading the charge, then they don't get the chance to do this. And athlete-driven training just doesn't occur. Implementing athlete-driven training requires a shift in mindset. And that's not that easy. It's about understanding though that our coaching role isn't being diluted; it's just evolving. We are no less important, but we are also certainly no more important than our athletes. We need to promote athlete feedback as much as we can. We need our athletes to have a voice and to have uh, all that, that to, to have that feel of ownership over their training. Look, it's their game now we may have been involved in the sport that we coach and we may have played the sport that we coached. If not, I'm sure that as coaches, we have been involved in our younger years, potentially um, in sport. We might still be involved in sport, but as a coach, we are coaching athletes who are playing their game. So they need to play it their way. They need to be able to give us the feedback on what they want to do to develop themselves as athletes so we need to understand that these new training uh, training ideas um, should be embraced they they 're not threats to us as coaches and there's something to be embraced, and there's something that's going to help develop our players, our athletes, and it's going to help us develop as coaches. While ego can serve as a very powerful motivator, it is crucial to keep it in balance. So coaches, just take a moment now to reflect and ask yourself this, is ego affecting your coaching dynamics? The journey to athlete-driven training starts with openness and willingness to evolve alongside your athletes. So own your own team. Remember the essence to coaching lies in growth for both the athlete and you as the coach. So until our next chat, thanks for listening and keep owning your zone.